Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, our co-host, Tyler Layfield. And as you can see, uh, or for those of you watching the video, if we put this out later on, we got Torres down here. He's getting ready for his fight this week. He's got his gi on and everything. <laughs> oh, man, look, I'm excited, man. Look, y'all are not going to want to miss this. Uh, I got a very exciting way. I'm even going to start the fight. So I'm already, I'm pumped, man. I cannot wait. Y'all got to come see this, and um, I'm I'm coming home with the belt one way or another. Whether it's going to end in the first round, whether it's going to end in the last round, I'm coming home with that belt. So I guarantee you that. But, you know, what makes this thing so exciting is not, not only do I fight, not only is there a UFC card on Saturday, but the biggest game of the year, every year, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. Granddaddy of them all. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes, but yes, for one, I like also introduce our boys, and they're not new. They're they're yeah. they're been on them multiple times. Our boy Kobe Reed and our boy yeah, Jackson, Jackson Carwell. So what's up, guys? How y'all doing today, brother? Doing good, man. Always a pleasure doing to be good. back. I think it's been too long. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Far too long. You know, you know what's been so funny though, Jackson. You know, we've been doing some NBA stuff. You know, we've been talking here and there, and you know, our boy my boy Kobe, at least he understands, you know. You know how we picked the Nets to be really good, yeah. and now they got Harden. You know, Tyler still Tyler still thinks that they're not there yet. <laughs> we have to get to look at the show on that one though. But not, he don't they're not think, winning at all, bro. They're not winning at all. Yeah, uh, they got number one, number two, and number three leading score in the NBA. I mean, come on, man. How can you? I mean. Hey. Shout out to James Harden. He is the only player in the league right now with double averaging double digit assists. Yeah, look at that. He's doing good. Look at that. Uh huh. Hey, so, you got a number one assist. So you got okay. one, two, hey, three. I'll let you. I'll let you ride this high. You beat the Clippers. You know. He's gonna be so worried about But hey, a few days ago, I, I think I recall a certain team that has been boo boo. That, that uh, we were just talking about how bad Russell Westbrook has been, but he's come back and and they ended up beating you guys. So I mean. You got that, too, um, bro. You know the Nets has the best, the best overall record against the teams that are in the top eight right now in the playoffs. Well, don't mean, don't mean nothing right until playoffs. Don't mean nothing until playoffs. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit this in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, enough, enough of the basketball talk because that's not why we're here. You know why we're here. We're we're here about <laughs> Super Bowl. We'll get into basketball another day, but we're here about Super Bowl. And we got yeah. us the, the big game, like Torres said. We got Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing at home for the first time ever in a Super Bowl against the man himself, Patrick Mahomes, right? You got the, the pat, so-called passing of the torch maybe going on here or something, right? Or yeah, at least that's right. what some people think. Uh, so we got that going on this Sunday. And, uh, you know, it's going to be going down right now. Just looking at the, the odds. So I'm checking it out on ESPN uh, right now. The Chiefs are favored by three points, and the over/under is set at fifty-six points. So fifty-six points, really? Fifty-six hmm. points. Yep. I think that you know, just based off of what we've seen from these two teams, I could easily see that going over. Um, that's what I think. But I mean, last yeah. game, what? Last game they only scored fifty-one, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 
I mean, it could happen. It, that's a possible. It could happen. I mean, that's a that's an up in the air type thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. For this game to start off anything, this game here has all types of storylines. I mean, heck, you can say the goat tight end versus the future goat tight end. You, you can make that case. Obviously, we know the quarterback. I mean, that's been this big headline. Then you yeah. got Andy Reid against Bruce Arians, two top offensive-minded coaches, one of the best in all of the NFL right now. Then you also got, I mean, Eric Benenemy. I mean, a lot of people, there's, a, there's another storyline on why he's yeah. not a head coach already. But, you know, his offensive mastermind. And then, you know, Byron Lesh left with just getting to the uh, – just getting into the uh, coaching scene, and yep. you have a defensive coordinator on the on the Chiefs, Steve Spagnolia, the same defensive coordinator who was on the Giants when they beat the eighteen and Patriots. Then you have the defensive coordinator on the Buccaneers, um, used to be the head coach of Bowles. Uh, 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 Bowles that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there's so many storylines. I mean, this is actually if you want to talk about a star-studded Super Bowl, I can't remember a Super Bowl with this many stars since. I can potentially say what was it when the Patriots played? Well, not even that. Heck, when Denver played the Seahawks? Yeah, that was that, that was a pretty star-studded game. one. Yeah, that was star-studded. You yeah. know, but I mean, hey, overall, it's going to be a good game. Uh, I'm going straight into my pick. Uh, Go but I got Tampa Bay, uh, and here's why. Uh, for one, I'm betting against I'm not, Brady. I'm uh, yes, I can't bet against Brady, bro. I look, <laughs> I've learned as a Steeler fans. I hope all Atlanta Falcon fans have learned. I hope all Seattle yeah. fans have learned. I hope all Rams fans. I hope every fan that has ever been the been on the opposite side of Tom Brady has learned mm-hmm. that you do not bet against a man, no matter how much the odds or the favorites or what the heck ever is against them. Plus, you know, the Chiefs have some crucial injuries. Uh, you know, they're uh, uh what was the thing? And I said it right, right, right um, now, right? Um, I, I see that you know, we talked about Willie Gay, there's something going in there right now with Daniel Kilgore, there's one of their centers, and then uh, Demarcus right Robinson. Their offensive line is real banged up. It was yeah. the offensive line, was the Eric, Fisher. Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, yes, with um, the Achilles injury. So, yes, with him being out, man, that's going to be really crucial. Plus, Tampa Bay. I mean, to be now, yes, I big obviously we know Brady has been playing phenomenal, but a big piece of why Tampa Bay is this far is because of that Tampa Bay defense. That front four has been getting after the quarterback time and time again. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had never been sacked that many times the entire season. He got sacked five times in one game last week. Drew Brees, they was all over him. And, you know, I mean, anything they played ever since they lost to the Chiefs, ever since they that second half is like when it clicked. And it's like, man, we know what we need to do. They've won every single game since. They played the Kansas City Chiefs last time. And Tampa Bay has been hot. They've been averaging over 30 points per game. So I don't see the offense not clicking. Um, I don't see them starting off slow like they did the first game. Because uh, lately, I mean, every game in the playoffs so far, Brady has been scoring on that first drive. He didn't score on that first drive against the Saints, but he did it on the second drive. And after that, I truly believe right now that Tom Brady, you know, everybody's down him now. I don't know why y'all keep down this old man. Y'all better stop down. And I think the moment when we stop down him is when he retires. Yeah. But until then, everybody want to keep down him. So uh, I don't see them losing, man. It's hard for me at home for Super Bowl. Heck, they already playing a Super Bowl at home. That's history in itself. Yeah. Why not be the first to win it? Because if you win it, that's already going to be even harder to accomplish anyway. Uh, predicting score. Give me 34-31 Tampa Bay. Wow. Wow. So, 
we just got a really strong, uh, you know, take for, for Tampa Bay right here. Torres coming out the gates hot. So we got to cool that off a little bit, right? We got to go to our man Kobe because I know who Kobe's probably riding with. <laughs> Am I right, Kobe? Am I right? Anyway, here's my rebuttal, my rebuttal, my rebuttal. Little, little, little. <laughs> Tom Brady's the GOAT. We know it. Greatest of all time. Most successful of all time. I love each and every single one of your points. If it was Tom Brady against the world, it can be Joe Montana. I don't care. I would choose Tom Brady. Have to. Yeah, this Patrick point. Mahomes is a different animal, boy. Ooh, <laughs> look, if it was not for a pre-snap penalty, Patrick Mahomes might be playing for his third straight Super Bowl right now. True. I mean, so, that's the true. That, that, oh, that's another thing. You're right. It depends on who the referee is going to be favoring exactly. this game. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we already know the question. We already know the answer to that question. Hey, we, <laughs> hey, we, talked about, we talked about this. The rest, they got to choose one or the other. The other they the way out. They, they got to choose. Yeah. But, yeah. dude, Patrick Mahomes, man, like if it was Brady versus the field, it can be Breeze, Russell Wilson, Aaron, obviously Aaron Rodgers, like Brady any day of the week. But Mahomes is a different animal, man. I mean, look at the weapons he got. Travis Kelsey, it has more receptions, receiving yards than Mike Evans, Tom Brady's best receiver. And on top of Travis Kelsey, you got Tyreek Hill. I mean, dang. And Tyreek Hill, look, Devontae Adams and them boys, they were carving up Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean and every DB for the Buccaneers. And right now, I think, wasn't it Antoine Winfield, the rookie sensation? Well, yeah, 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 he was hurt last He's game. questionable right now. Well, he's questionable right now. So, I mean, I think he played when they played in the regular season. Either way, it's you got too many weapons to worry about. And you got the best arm we've ever seen throwing the football, probably other than Aaron Rodgers. So, Patrick Mahomes, he's great, man. Now, I think it digs a little deeper into coaching right now. Who's the coach for the Buccaneers? Arians. Wrong. It's Tom Brady. Trick question there. I mean, granted, like, it's well-deserved, and Brady knows what he's talking about, probably more than a lot of head coaches in the league right now. But it's all on Tom Brady. Every decision is on Tom Brady. You want to go for it on fourth down, it's on Tom Brady. You got to make a hard decision, it's on Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes has all the skill sets on top of Eric Bieniemy, on top of Bruce Arians, two great offensive minds. Andy and then Reed. I think what we're uh, – Andy Reid, sorry. There you go. I got it stuck in his I head. Think, yeah, I think what we're really sleeping on, though, it's going to come down to clutch moments. You blitz Tom Brady and you blitz Patrick Mahomes, who's going to extend the play and make the clutch play that needs to be made? Uh, that's that's I mean, where your pro football focus part, point come in, bud, because Brady is actually one of the best against blitz. Mm. Ooh, hold on now, hold on now. I saw a, a stat earlier today. Brady's QBR when uh when blitz is ten. When he's not blitz is like eighty six or something like that. Patrick Mahomes um, QBR no when he's blitz is eighty something, and then whenever he's not blitz, it's still eighty something. Yeah, but they also showed a stat of who thrown the most deep balls down the field since the last time they played. Patrick Mahomes and I, I thought it was crazy. Patrick Mahomes has only completed 21 uh, deep passes uh, down the field since the last time they played. Tom Brady, he's completed 45. So, um, 
I don't know, man. Because, I mean, I don't know. you got to think about it. You know, you yeah. got guys like Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey. You can chuck it to them 10 yards down the field. They'll take that thing to the house regardless. That's right? true. Because that's exactly. just how they do it. I mean, even on – hey, and then we're sleeping on Miko Hardman. Uh, I think Sammy Watkins, they said he was on the uh, injury uh, injury report, but they said he's doing good. They just got so many weapons they can just take to the house, man. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right here. I mean, every game since they played, they're putting up just about almost at least 30 points a game with mm-hmm. ease. And yeah. they're beating teams by double digits, a lot of them. And I think, honestly, we saw with the Buffalo Bills, the Bills, they have high-powered quarterback that's an up-and-comer. I mean, Josh Allen, you got to start putting him in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and one of the next great up-and-comers. On top of Stephon Diggs, that is electric, easily a top-five receiver in the league, they beat that high-powered offense 38-24. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to come down to it. I think, personally, it's going to come down to that Chiefs defense. I think they're going to get after Brady. And we saw what happened whenever you blitz uh, Tom Brady against uh, the Packers uh, a couple weeks ago through three picks right then and there. Aaron Rodgers, he did not capitalize on the three picks. You mean to tell me you give Mahomes three gifted possessions, he ain't going to score on at least one of them? I don't want to say Brady was pressured last week because those turnovers were – one was off a missed block. It was one guy running back missed a block. Yes, he had to force Still it. Still a pressure, though. Goal. I mean, he had to yeah. take the hit. Plus, all right, another one, he had no pressure, basically, and he threw it up to Mike Evans, ran the wrong route, and then the mm-hmm. other one bounced off Chris Godwin's hand. Those three picks, come on, man. Two of them wasn't his fault. I'd give him one his fault. I'd give him one. We're not That's all it. on him. But then again, if, say, something that isn't Brady's fault happens again, Mahomes is going to capitalize on those. Yeah, he'll he, will. he will. He will. So, and I think we got to look at the honey badgers, Tyron Matthews. He's going to bring pressure. He's going to man up on there. He can man up on Gronk if he needs to. He can drop back deep in the zone if he needs to. On top of Chandler Jones, Frank Clark, all them boys bringing pressure, I think the Chiefs defense gets after it. I think we're going to watch them force Tom Brady to have to extend plays because, honestly, that's his only weakness right now. And it's not because he's not talented enough, it's just because of his age. I mean, he's not about to outrun defensive ends, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, So I think it's going to come down to to the Chiefs defense. As far as picks, I got to go with the Chiefs. I like, honestly, I like the Chiefs 35-28. Okay. I want you to throw in this now. Remember the run game. Patrick Mahomes might not get as many chances as we think. Leonard Fournette, Lenny, playoff Lenny, he's been playing. Ronald Jones ain't no slouch either. He's been okay this year. Yeah, that's right. So, Jackson, Jackson, that'll lead us over to you right now. We're one and one. One for Tampa Bay with Torres, one for Kansas City with Kobe. So, how are we going to split this one? So, after thinking about this game for a while, you know, I know they have Tom Brady and, you know, it's a Super Bowl. You you rarely see uh, non-close games. But after thinking about it, I just – I really think we could be looking at a possible blowout here. And I, and I think it's going to be Kansas City over Tampa Bay. Uh, I think if, if, if Kansas City's defense plays the way they have the past two games, I think yep. it's not not. I mean, I think it, it it will be over. I think the the biggest key for the Bucks, I think, is their pass rush. You know, Kansas City's offensive line is really banged up. You know, I think Shaq Barrett and JPP are going to have to get after it because their secondary has 
some talented guys, but they they give up a lot of deep passes. I mean, we saw it in each playoff they game they've played so far. Week, right. And, you know, that the Chiefs are the absolute wrong team to be giving uh, big plays up to with Tyreek Hill, yeah. McCole Hardman. Sammy Watkins is supposed to play. Um, so, I just – I really think it, it could go south for the Buccaneers if Tom Brady makes the mistakes he did. You know, I know not all the interceptions were on him, but if they turn the ball over yeah. against the Kansas City Chiefs, it, that's a much bigger deal. So, I'm going to go Chiefs 34-20. to 20. Okay, Ooh. Jackson, I'm asking you something. I'm asking you something too, Cody. Yeah. How often do y'all know? Now I know it has happened this year. How how often do y'all know Tom Brady to lose to the same team twice? How often? Yeah, and that's one of my hesitations to doing mm-hmm. it. And I, I honestly off the top of my head, he's been playing for like fifty years, it feels like. So I can't name you a time, <laughs> honestly. But like this is he's, just he's lost to the same uh, this, same this team in the same team as with the Giants, but not the same exact yeah. team. Not the same yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't the same team. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I'm, I am always dread picking against Tom Brady for reasons hey, I'm not even going to get into. I said, yeah, I said besides this year. But, yeah. I mean, I can name I can name most of them. I remember he lost to the – he got swept by the Giants uh, in 2011. He lost in the regular season and in the Super Bowl. He lost to the Ravens in 2000 and the, their Super Bowl run. The Ravens beat him in the regular season and they beat him in the AFC Championship game. And uh, obviously with the Saints, that's the only time I've ever seen my that I can remember those three instances where a team has been Brady twice, and then obviously this year with the Saints, dude. Those are some big odds out of twenty-one years he playing football, and I can only think of four instances, bro. Yeah, come on, man. Well, I mean, Y'all... granted, look, hey, look at it this way: since they played in the regular season, Brady has won all their games, correct? Yes, every single one. Who has he played? Torres? I know. Okay, don't pull that. Atlanta Falcons twice? Yeah. The Washington football team that don't even got a real name in the first round of the Hold on, hold on. Did, did, the Chief just, did the Chiefs play the Falcons? Did, wasn't the Chiefs about to lose to the Falcons? Yeah. But young Koo Ho missed the yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, the Chiefs, uh, I mean, yeah, you can look at who they played, but come uh, on, man. They, when they got in the playoffs, it's very hard to win, win in New Orleans. It's very hard to win. Everybody's talking about, oh, they're a Florida team. They can't go in Green Bay with that cold weather and go down there and beat Green Bay. I did have my hesitations. I did have my hesitations. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, I mean, but I'm the one. I said, I, the, I said whoever won between New Orleans and Tampa Bay was going to the Super Bowl, regardless of either team. Because I had the feeling at first, I was like, well, they're talking about Drew Brees retiring. You know how that goes. When a guy like that gets very retired, they always like to make him go out on top. But then when – I did pick Tampa to win that game. But when Brady won that game, I said, there's nothing in my mind that sees me keeping him from not allowing them to be the first team to ever play in the Super Bowl. A Brady at my home Super Bowl is the NFL dream. You can see it on the headlines. You can see it on the networks. They are just yep. – they're, they're eating up big it's time. It's the yeah. versus the next up-and-comer. I mean – Yeah. Yeah, like I said, you know that that what, hey, what's, maybe passing what's the torch. What's going to be more impressive though? What's going to be what's going to be more impressive though? Two Super Bowls in your first three years of starting on top of an MVP Super Bowl MVP versus the guy just getting another ring. 
the guy getting another ring. Because the guy's doing it at what 40, 45 years old or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this, this uh, is unprecedented. Hey, Dude, people don't even win seven rings are, in the NBA. It's rare. Hey, they these, are got- <laughs> these are two things we have never seen before. But if you're asking, if you're asking me, I want to see Mahomes get that third ring because, like I said, if it wasn't for a pre-snap penalty, this could be a three-peat in its mm-hmm. first three years of starting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Brady but this ain't the first dynasty. Because, hey, because, look, Brady wins this game. There's no way Mahomes can pass Brady on the all-time notes list. There's no way. No, because he can't. Look, if, Mahomes, if Mahomes loses this game to Brady, Brady, I, I remember when Stephen A. said that. Brady cannot Brady, be passed. He just yeah, can't. So I wanted to give Mahomes a chance because, look, it's not guaranteed he gets to another Super Bowl even if he wins this one. So give, mm-hmm. give this man a chance because if he doesn't do it, we're not going to see another quarterback pass uh, Brady for a long time. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't rule him out yet. There, there's still some crazy stuff he could pull that could put him back in there. I mean, you talk about a guy, you know, God knows this. I mean, how old is he? Like 25? Yeah. He's 25. But Brady, he, but Brady's always going to have that over him, though. But he Brady's will, but hey. I mean, dude, you still – I mean, dude, you, you can you can make the narrative, you know, as bad as you want, but you can also make it something great. You know, I, I think I think if you pull off yeah. something incredible – also, he has to stay healthy. Yeah, no that too. He stays healthy either. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see. So – Brady has nothing I mean, more to prove. I'm saying Mahomes got has more to prove. So I I got my money on that guy winning. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think that was a storyline. I don't think we really hit it on. Is this could be the the start of a dynasty for the Chiefs? You know, we really haven't seen an NFL dynasty since the Patriots. You know, nobody's won back to back titles since the Patriots did in '03 and '04. So that's yeah. kind of crazy to think about, really. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this could be the start of a really dominant run for Kansas City, and I think it could be that way even if they lose. You know, I, I fully expect them to be here for years to come as long as they have. Oh home, yeah, they're going to yeah, be in the mix. Sure. Yeah. Well, you want to know who stopped the last two dynasties that was about to come apart? Because I remember it's oh on two thousand oh one two thousand and oh one the Rams with the greatest show on turf with uh, Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk, mm-hmm. and they had just yeah. won the Super Bowl against the Titans, and an old scrawny boy that ran a five six in the uh, 40, <laughs> came in the Super Bowl and upset him when they were 12-point underdogs. And then another dynasty that was in the making, they just blew out Payne Manning, who threw for 55 touchdowns, 43-8. to eight. Next year, had an even better defense statistically. And were down up 10, well, they were up 10 points in the fourth quarter, and this man brought his team back. And, yes, I understand, Marshawn Lynch. We get That's another story. Hey, see, that is true, he though. stopped the that Seahawks, dynasty right as well. The Seahawks were right down the verge of a dynasty. They, they were. Imagine beating Peyton Manning and Brady in back-to-back Super Bowl. Yeah. You, yeah. Dude, mm-hmm. you renamed no, – hey, they would Russell have been Wilson, – Russell Wilson wins that game, it changes the whole course. It does. Of the they do. It would. It, it changes the entire course. I agree. No doubt. But see, yeah. this is just another dynasty that I think Brady can step in. Like you said, if Brady does beat Mahomes, yes, this will overtake him. I think I don't think Mahomes can ever pass him because this will be Brady's second time being in the postseason, obviously once in the AFC Championship, and then in the Super Bowl. If Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. let's say if he wins another few more Super Bowls, and his only losses is to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's there. But every time every time Brady stopped one of those dynasties from starting, who did he have? What you mean, who did he what? Who is did this he another trick who question? Did who did he have? Bro, Bill Belichick? I know you. Bill I, 
Come okay. on now. Oh, uh, that narrative is done, done Kobe. We can't get into that one right now. We got that it. narrative is done, hey, man. I will forever. Hey, I will forever say it was more Brady than Belichick. But however, the point I just made to start this off with, Brady is now the coach. He makes every decision. Back yeah. then, Belichick was giving him the defense. Belichick was giving him all the correct situations to get the six ring. I'm not going to say it was all Brady. I think it was more Brady. But uh-huh. Belichick, the the football genius that he is, that has something to do with six. You don't get six all on your own. Yeah, but yeah. But this time now, you're playing a different animal, and you're the coach, basically. Bruce Arians is like giving you the reins, and you're making every decision, basically, at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. you give well, the all the weapons and all the same defense with Belichick and Brady, that's a different story. I'm taking them to all day, every day. But since it is Bruce Arians, I mean, uh, how credited is he? How like what's his credibility? A- Arians is still a good coach. A- Arians, great coach. Yeah, Arians. Arians has done some really good stuff in the past. Um, he's a well respected guy in the league. You know, Bowles too. Like Torres said, left, which is making a little bit of a name for himself. So it ain't like he's got a bunch of bums. He on Andy Reid. No, I mean, I, I don't think. I don't know. I don't think he's on like a Bill Belichick level or anything, but I mean, he's still got some good coaches in in the mix. Is everything on Andy? Uh, no, no, we got the time. Down to that, I think coaching is the biggest yeah. thing. So, coaching and defense, I like yeah. the Chiefs, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I would like to see. I would like to hear Tyler's pick now. Yeah. So let me let me start off with something real quick. So you know, we talk about you know mm-hmm. if if Mahomes loses. To Brady twice, this will end everything. You know, he'll never he'll never live up to it. How often do we bring up Eli Manning beating Tom Brady in two Super Bowls? I mean, we, we bring it up some, but I'm not going to say that that's going to tarnish his career. So I, I want to get over that one real quick because Mahomes still can do something to separate himself, I think, on this and, um, you know, make something out of it. But getting into my pick here, all right? So Torres – Right now, you're the only one on your island. Right now, right? You're you're on the, you're the only Come one. On. Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay Island. <laughs> well, here we go. Let me set. Don't it do up. it based off emotion. No, we're and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it based off a lot of stuff. So so let me let me paint a picture for you real quick. So yes, I know what we have coming into this. We have one of the best offenses we probably have ever seen in NFL history. Kobe laid that out for us earlier. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, the list. McCole Hardman, Sammy Watkins. Patrick Mahomes, the list goes on. You know, they got their guys back with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. They got Le'Veon Bell, who's not really even being used anymore because they don't need him. And Daryl Williams has been a really good piece for them, actually, you know, here recently moving forward. But I I look at the roster right now. I see a lot of injuries. Jackson touched on this. You know, they're missing Mitchell Schwartz. They're missing Eric Fisher. They had a really good guard. Um, I've always had trouble pronouncing his name. But Osamele, I think, is how you pronounce his name. He's a good offensive guard. And – I look at that, and that's that actually gives me a lot of cause for, for concern here. I really do. I really have a lot of cause for concern. Yeah. And, you know, as much as we have overhyped a little bit of the Kansas City Chiefs defense, they you know, they just played a really great defensive game against the Bills. But there's one thing that the Bills don't have, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – well, there's actually a few things, but there's one thing glaring, glaring, glaring. Yeah. Uh, running game. Running game. Bills had no yep. running game whatsoever. And you go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who've got all – I think they got all five all offensive winning. line, healthy, big brutes, mm-hmm. monsters in the trenches. And then not on top of that, you got Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones in your backfield. Guys, not only that, but they've got Tom Brady. All right? And – Go! 
Torres, I'm Torres. I'm gonna go with you here. We're gonna team up. We're gonna go co-host versus the guest on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna team up with you on it. We got a. Hey, I'm not gonna go against the man, Tom Brady. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady. All right, I'm not gonna go against him. I think he's gonna have what it takes this game to get it done. He's got Antonio Brown maybe coming back. I know he was questionable. He, he practiced a little bit today. Um, people, I saw a crazy thing today, or it was yesterday on Twitter. And I didn't know this. I don't know if you guys know this, but Gron- Rob Gronkowski and Travis Kelsey. Somebody said they're the same age. Does it? Can anybody? Do y'all have y'all vetted? Does anybody know that? For what? Uh, that doesn't seem. Right. Somebody said they're the no, same no, age or no. something like that. I was like, what the? That's I saw impossible. something crazy. Gronk was drafted whoa, whoa, whoa. like twenty ten. Hold on, no. There's no way. There's no. Gronk was drafted in two thousand. I don't know. Somebody was hey, saying hey, something along those lines. Hey, I'm looking this up right now. There's no way. But. I mean, look, Gronk still look young, so. Yeah, they got Gronk. They got Bray. They've got – I mean, dude, they, they got the really good receiving core, so I've, I've got to roll with Tampa Bay here. Oh, oh my God. What is it? Is it is it true? Gronkowski is 31. Travis Kelsey is 31. Ooh! How? That is insane. Oh, oh my God. When did Kelsey come to the league? I guess it's just the injuries. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, my really? God. I feel like Kelsey hasn't been in the league that long. I, didn't, I don't think it, – it doesn't feel like it, dude, but that is crazy. Hold that on. Crazy. Let me look at this. Let me look at this. Uh, Kelsey was in the league in 2013. That's when he got drafted in the third round. And I remember he had a great rookie year with Alex Smith and them. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So, and Gronk came into the league – oh, that's really weird. Gronk came yeah. into the league in 2010. Is that so? They're three years apart in career, but they're the same age. That's that's crazy. That's a rare instance. Not gonna lie, that's yeah. not that's, that's not usual. I saw that and I was like, um, I thought hey, that I was say, Gronk was back there in 2011 with Aaron Hernandez and all them. Yeah, he was. They had the best was the tight, tight end duo, duo. Yeah. <laughs> probably ever. <laughs> yeah, but here, let me let me put down my score prediction real quick. So I'll go oh. Tampa Bay 31. And I think that – and here's my thing, too. I'll go um, Kansas City 24. I think they do enough to hold them. I think that Tampa Bay's defense will get to Mahomes uh, with all the missing offensive line pieces. And I think the, they'll be able to do it with just four rushers. Now that they have all this offensive line missing, I think they'll be able to do this with just four down linemen. They can drop everybody else back. And it's not like they have any – you know, I know I know their defensive backs ain't the best in the world, but they're okay. But you got two really good linebackers in Levante, David, and Devin White who might be able to make an impact on uh, Kelsey. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm going to roll with them. 31-24, give me the Buccaneers at, at home, right? Oh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I, like that. I like that. The all thing I don't like, you are discrediting Patrick Mahomes right now. You can't sit there and tell I'm, me with Travis Kelsey. I'm not discrediding him. Curl, I'm not if anybody was going to pack him up with four me. rushers only. Yeah, that's not discrediting him. That's down? discrediting the fact that their offensive line, line is banged up, bro. Their offensive line is is, is not going to be the same, bro. Hey, even then, he can extend a play three, four, five seconds. I don't and think still you get the ball. Long. You might be over crediting him. You over as Jason Pierre Paul. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he not? Did he not just beat the best defense in the league last year doing the same thing? Taking his own number, dropping 15 yards back, popping up a fiery kill uh, in the game? Uh, come on, come on. He had – hold up. They only had scored 10 points. 
all the way up to seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. And if it wasn't for Kyle Shanahan being the dumbest offensive coordinator when the game mattered, then yes, they would have popped. They would have lost. You know I'm saying game. he was. Hey, he was still down and came back. Calling yeah. his own bad coaching. Now, I'm, I'm a Mahomes guy too, Kobe. I am, but I, I'm not gonna be blinded. Hold on. If we're gonna call bad coaching, if we're gonna call bad coaching, we're gonna sit there and say the Bucs didn't win the game against the Packers. LaFleur lost the game for the Packers. We can call that. We can call that. Yeah. Yeah. In the day, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. But look, but look That's skeptical. Andy Reid is not Shanahan. Andy Reid will not let that happen. Okay. Nope. All right. Do we not know it took Andy Reid years before he won? I mean, yes, yeah. he finally won, but he just won his first one last year. I mean, he's always had great. Don't say what well, Arians done before Brady got there. He had a great. Bruce Arians won the Super Bowl with my boy, with the Steelers. Yes, and then you see what he did with the Cardinals with Carson Palmer at quarterback, and then you see what he did with Tampa Bay and Jameis Winston. He still won seven games. So. I mean, Winston uh, threw as many touchdowns as he had interceptions. They ain't, ain't no, yeah. and they still went seven and Come nine. on now, better than Atlanta. Come on, uh-huh. that ain't saying much. Sorry, Jackson. Yeah, that's that's foul, man. We gotta bring Don't do that to him. Atlanta was uh Dan. What's it? Who's the coach that just got fired? Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn. That had his players coached up to look at an onside kick instead of recovering it. Yeah, that ain't saying much. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. Sorry, all right. Right, man. Look, it's always good quick to quick rehash. <laughs> well, hey, so right now, what we we got we got co-host versus guest here, right? We got two two v two. Let's take let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a little uh, Matt Stafford discussion and maybe a little bit of uh, some draft preview. Sound good, fellas? All right. All right. All right. So we will see you guys in just a sec. All right. And we're back. We're down one man. Torres had to go uh, get a little bit of training in. He's got that championship fight in case you guys need to see it. We do have the link up on the social medias. Uh, But we're back and we're going to talk a little bit of this big trade that happened earlier this week. And that would be one of uh, one of our Georgia boys, or one of one of now, I guess I could say, are between Jackson and I's Georgia boys, Matthew Stafford. Right. Uh, he obviously been with the Lions for a, a good long while. You know, his whole career played through a lot of injuries. Never really had a great team there. Um, you know, to really support him, but there was a team that was really in need of his services, and that just so happened to be the L.A. Rams. Uh, the Rams, as you guys know, it great defense. Jared Goff just couldn't really yeah, cut him from the quarterback position. And they ended up uh, trading uh, two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and Jared Goff to Detroit for Matthew Stafford. So, instant thoughts here. Let me hear yours first here, Jackson. I was pretty stunned, first of all. I, I, I thought he might get a first-round pick in a trade, but, you know, given his age, you know, he is – I mean, he's not old, old, but, you know, he's in his – upper 30s or maybe mid 30s and his injury history is definitely a cause for concern because Stafford's had trouble playing a full season um I thought you know everybody overpaced for quarterbacks whether it's in the draft or it's out there on the market I mean you saw the Bears traded for Nick Foles last year so it's just people are going to overpay for quarterbacks I was just really stunned that the Rams are well, I do think, you know, if they get better quarterback play, I definitely think they might be the favorite in the NFC next year, especially if their defense, you know, they're not supposed to lose a ton. Um, but they're going to have to hit on those mid-draft picks like they have. You know, Cam Akers and Van Jefferson played really well this year. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a different approach. You know, they're, they're trading first round picks, you know, that are going to be in the twenties, you know, for established stars. They did it for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they traded for, I think they traded for Robert Woods. I don't know if they traded or signed for him. I think they just signed but, him. I think he was a free agent. Uh, the Bills had him before him. I want to say something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they traded for Dante Fowler a couple of years ago when yeah. they were really just trying to push the chips in the middle. So, and my, I guess my next thought was, you know, if, if Stafford's going for that much, I really cannot even begin to think what is Deshaun. If Deshaun Watson gets traded, I mean, that, Ooh, that has to be the biggest trade in NFL history. I mean, we're really? talking at least three first-rounders. Right. So, I mean, I think this is going to be the start of a crazy quarterback carousel this offseason. I think, you know, I've heard people say that more than half the teams in the league are going to have new starters. You still got the Colts out there that could upgrade. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, Chicago's out there, um, New England. Um, yeah. So those were my, my two takeaways. You know, the Rams are really pushing the chips in and, and doing something unique by ignoring the draft and, you know, we could see the biggest trade in NFL history if Deshaun Watson does get traded. I hear you. I hear you. What about you, Kobe? What's your thoughts here? Man, I'm honestly, I'm a Bama guy, but I love me some Matthew Stafford, man. I think, honestly, and just me being a football fan in general, I enjoyed watching him at Georgia. I enjoyed watching him with Calvin Johnson. I think he really put Calvin Johnson up there as one of the greatest of all-time receivers. Oh, yeah. And in the last 11 years, he's had – seven 4,000-yard seasons, one 5,000-yard season. I mean, other than injuries, I mean, he's made the best of what he's had in Detroit. I think they're just a dysfunctional organization. But granted, the dude is 32, and now the Rams don't have a first-round draft pick until, I think, 2024. I mean, can you sit there and tell me that Cooper Cup can be the best receiver with Matthew Stafford for them to make a Super Bowl run? I mean, yeah. no disrespect to Cooper Cup. I think he's been great. I mean, Robert Woods, he's a top-end speed guy that can take top off of defense. But and, and Cam Akers, a rookie running back, he had he had a solid season when he played. Good. He did good. But I don't see enough weapons around. I don't see a bona fide weapon around him. Like you know, in, uh, in Buffalo, Josh Allen has that Stephon Diggs. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, even in Cleveland, even without Odell, Baker has uh, Jarvis Landry. You know, he needs a bona fide number one. I don't think he has that in Los Angeles. I mean, I, you can count his defense as his number one to rely on because that defense yeah. is phenomenal. I mean, I love Aaron Donald. I think he could go down as the greatest of all time, greatest lineman of all time, just uh, opportunity. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, of course, and the rest of that defense. Would I say that they're an immediate – favorite in the NFC I can't do that especially Mm -hmm. I think and you gotta look at their division I think the Cardinals are on the rise with Tyler Murray and D-Hop Russell Wilson is sitting right there waiting for him he wants to challenge if Seahawks has a healthy defense you got Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams to look at that's gonna be tough and uh, and uh, on top of that, the 49ers, if the 49ers are fully healthy, I mean, look at their defense and look at what they got on offense. They're up and coming too. I can't sit there and say they're a favorite in the NFC. I mean, especially involving the rest of the NFC, if Brady wins the Super Bowl and comes back, Rodgers comes back, all those guys come back, I can't see them as a favorite. But as far as Matthew Stafford alone, I think it's good for him. I wish they could have done this for Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders to get them out of the Lions organization. 
because I can only imagine how much better they would have been. But I think it's great. I just wouldn't have given up that many first-round draft picks because you needed one for the next year or two to yeah. give Stafford that one bona fide guy. So if they can make another trade and get a wide receiver or somebody, another option, that would be great. But yeah. I wouldn't have given up that much. But for Stafford as an individual, I love it for him. I think he has a few uh, – think maybe for the next three, four, five years, I mean, I think he can give you good stats if he's healthy. He has a great arm. Probably one of the strongest arm, arms we've seen, especially coming out of college. He's good. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it, but I think a lot of what Jackson said, if they give up that much for Stafford, I can only imagine what they're about to give up for Deshaun Watson. Yep. Yep. We're, we're going to see a huge trade, I feel like. And, and Jackson laid out a few teams there. Yep. So, you know, it's anybody's pick there. We don't really know. I mean, it could be, you know. Any of those I think people. I think the New York Jets. I think they go all into. Uh, I've heard I've heard of that. I've I've heard that that's actually one of the places he wants to go. So that that would be interesting. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that was number one on his list, and I pray that happens. I please pray that happens because it's number two on the list with the Dolphins, and I do not want them to give up on my boy Tua. Don't do it yet. <laughs> it would be a good move for them, though. It would be. You got to you got to think hey, if they if they want to win now, I probably would go to Sean. Well, that, hey, that's I mean, the thing, though. I mean, the Dolphins had a great defense. They got the number three pick. Give Tua back Devontae Smith. Give it, like, get that tandem back. See what they can do. Kyle, I think they had a 10 win season this year, which Tua has essentially no weapons other than maybe Devontae Parker and Mike Gesicki. I mean, who are they? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think Brian Flores and the coach of the Dolphins, they got a good system right now, but I do want to see Watson uh, play for the. Um, New York Jets, I think that'd be great. They got all the draft capital. They got everything they need to make that happen. Yeah. Jackson, what were you going to say? I I was just going to say, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, well, what teams would want to trade or, you know, need to trade for Deshaun Watson? You know, I'm thinking how many teams are there that Deshaun Watson wouldn't be an upgrade over? Because it's it's not many. I mean, obviously, Kansas City, Seattle, um, Kansas City, Seattle. Green Bay. I mean, I mean you could Green, 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 Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, Green Bay. You could maybe say the Bills, Josh Allen. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of a draw. I mean, even teams like, you know, he would be an upgrade over Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, even though I'm a Lamar guy. You yeah. know, even like, say, the Chargers with Justin Herbert. You know, he'd be an upgrade over Justin Herbert, even though I seriously doubt they would do that with Herbert being so young. But it's just such a unique situation to have a quarterback at 25 years old playing at a top five level demanding yeah, the trade, man. which is why he's going to, you know, get an insane price. For real, for real. Yeah, when I saw the trade, I, yeah, I was a bit wild. Like you guys said, at what was given up in the deal. Um, we're going to see how that plays out. I do think Stafford will fit well there. I think he'll enter into more of a kind of Brady phase where he's just going to be – because I think they're going to be able to run the ball. That's one thing that it looks like McVay really yeah. wants to start getting going is running the ball. And then from there – Having guys, I mean, sure, yeah, he doesn't have that one alpha dog, but Cooper Cup and Robert Woods aren't bad. Josh Reynolds has really came to being a decent guy. I think they drafted uh, – uh, what's ben his name? There's a, there, was a, there was a guy from Florida, yeah. Um, there was Van a, Jefferson. Uh, yeah, Van Jefferson. He's, I mean, yeah, he's had his little spurt. So, maybe they'll be able to – I mean, this is a stacked wide receiver. Well, you know, we've been seeing rookie wide receivers doing really good, especially as of late. So, maybe they would be able to find somebody in the draft this year um, even though they've given up so much draft capital, that maybe they could have somebody that can maybe plug and play. The defense is already there. Um, Stafford 
Stafford makes some crazy throws, bro. I, I've seen some clips like over the He's years. Arm, no look passes, really little darts, those Texas sidearms he throws and everything, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and then on the other end, you look at um, you look at Detroit. You know, getting the draft capital. They're gonna. God only knows what they're going to end up doing. They're going to have to obviously. They're stuck with golf for a little while, right? Golf still got a three or four years what left on his contract, and it's they're paying him a pretty penny at that. So we'll have to see how golf ends up turning out with uh, Detroit. I mean, granted, yeah, I mean, I I would... mean, just the team itself. I mean, you got uh, what is Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay and those guys. You got receivers, and they Galladay. Got this was his last season. On this was his last year on his contract, so he might be dipping. Oh wow. So, yeah, that – and then they drafted DeAndre Swift. He's shown spurts here and there. Um, so, offensively, from an offensive standpoint, I mean, he has, a, he has a few weapons. But I think the defense is gone. They got rid of Darius Slay last year, sent him to the Eagles, and the organization itself is just dysfunctional. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see how good he does. Yeah. Jackson, what were you going to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think – I did read somewhere that I think Jared Goff – contract is pretty easy to get out of after this year a lot like Matt Ryan's is you know it's it's going to be pretty tough to uh he'll be the starting quarterback this year now Mm -hmm. that could mean they take a quarterback at seven and stash him away for a year whether it's Justin Fields Mm -hmm. Trey Lance I mean whatever and you know I don't think golf will be there more than two years will be my prediction because I I just don't Jared Goff is what he is he's a pretty Mm -hmm. decent quarterback I I think he, he could see an awakening without Sean McVay kind of holding his hand because I mean Sean McVay is one of the yeah. three or four best play callers in the league so yeah. oh yeah he's we'll see what cool. he does without him all right so um real quick uh I know Toby wanted to make a couple of uh of things about or a couple of points here about the upcoming draft that you were telling us about pre-show so what what have you been noticing here li- lately when you've been looking at McShay oh, and man. mock drafts draft time is my favorite time of year simply because I love seeing for one, I love seeing kids go and live their dreams and kids we got to see in college become boys to men in that essence, seeing them come in at 18, 19, and seeing how they leave. I love the development, no matter what school they're from, that's just part of the game. Uh, so I keep up with drafts. Well, I hate they're not having the combine. Yeah, I'm sick. So I love seeing everybody 40 times and everything. Mm-hmm. But I, the quarterback scenarios in the draft, that's going to be very interesting to keep up with this year. Because, I mean, they got – I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the guy. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Now he's about to go to Urban Meyer. That's going to be really interesting to look at. Yeah. But, I mean, what do y'all think? The, what do y'all think the Falcons got going on here? I'm seeing them. They got Zach Wilson on a lot of big boards, taking Zach Wilson's kid from BYU. I'm not sold on him simply mm-hmm. because I didn't see him playing a lot of good teams. And when he did, he lost to Coastal Carolina. I, I can't see – yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I, Jackson's our our uh, resident big old Falcons fan, so I'm gonna let him take yeah. that. One. So I can't really see how people can say Zach Wilson is better than Justin Fields, especially compared to what Justin Fields did in a full 13 game season starting last year. Mm-hmm. And COVID, I think COVID really did mess him up because I mean, coming out of high school, Lawrence and Fields were one A and one B, and a lot of the time Fields was really one A coming out of high school. I mean, it was, they were back and forth. It was yeah. that close coming out of high school. So I, I like Fields a lot, and I think if you send him to the Falcons, a dude straight homegrown out of Georgia to Atlanta, I mean, I personally think it would be good. I mean, mm-hmm. at least sit him for a year or two behind Matt Ryan. I think it would be good. But 
a lot of people have Zach Wilson going off the board. So what do you think, Jackson? So, yeah, so I actually got done writing up my first mock draft of the uh, draft season. It'll be okay. out for the uh, Unfiltered Sports Network. And I did have the Falcons taking Justin Fields. And I think the Falcons are in a really unique opportunity. Um, you can, I think they still have enough pieces to where they can compete now. I don't expect them to be Super Bowl contenders or anything. But I think you can keep – right. right, yeah, I think you can get a quarterback now to – the odds of you picking this high again and being able to take a this talented of a quarterback, whether it's Fields, Zach Wilson, or Trey Lance from North Dakota State, who I see a lot of people like. I haven't got a chance to watch him yet, so I can't really say. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an opportunity to go ahead and get that quarterback for when you want to move on from Matt Ryan, because I still say Matt Ryan can play for an, at least another two years, and he's going to have to because of the dead cap situation. Like We would have to pay him way too much money, and it would really just kind of mess the team up, even if we wanted to go in that direction. Um, if they don't take a quarterback, I would prefer them to trade back. Uh, you know, yeah. they need defense, and I think yeah. there's going to be a run on both quarterbacks, wide receivers, and offensive tackles there early on. I think you could get a team, maybe Dallas wants to come up for an offensive tackle, or, you know, maybe Denver. They could be a team that's looking to move on from Drew Locke. You know, they they got a new GM, and he may not want to go in that direction. So, they could come up for a quarterback. But I just don't think there's a defensive player I'm really enamored with it for. Mm-hmm, uh, they could yeah. go pass rusher. I think this is a kind of a weak class for pass rushers. There's a couple of guys I like, but I don't know that I would take them in the top ten. Um, Patrick okay. Sertain's the top corner for me. Yeah. I'm not taking him at four. Okay, and then the safety class is yeah, I'm not. There's not a safety I'm taking it for. So is if they go defense, I would prefer them to trade back because I think Michael Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, he's a phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I don't Even think he's a top five guy, you know what I'm saying? It's the same for me, and I think it's just the value of the position. Like, I was a big fan of Isaiah Simmons last year, but uh-huh. off-ball linebackers, taking them in the top five, that's just not – they're just not going to shift that much for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been rare to see linebackers come in other than maybe Luke Keekley and Patrick Willis get taken mm-hmm. in the top ten and be game changers. You know, there's been several guys that have kind of flopped out. I'm not a fan of taking a linebacker very high. I, I would prefer they yeah. trade back if they went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who would you who would you so right now you said you would have Fields probably going there though? I would take Justin Fields. I do like Zach Wilson. I think there's a lot of things that he he has that I think can carry over to the pro game. I think his release is extremely quick. You know, I think he's got an absolute cannon for an arm. I just I think he is slight. I mean he, he's a smaller guy. Um he can make plays on the run. I think my biggest thing with Fields is I think he holds on to the ball too long. Um, I think he, he doesn't come off his first read quick enough very much, and I think he struggles with that. But, I mean, his his physical ability to me is just crazy. And I think if he was coached by – and I, I hope Arthur Smith is the right coach to do that. I, I think Fields' potential outweighs uh, Wilson. And then even without Julio, I mean, he still has Calvin Ridley in his prom, the beginning of yep. his prom to throw through. So he has weapons. And then yeah. Todd Gurley, and then they'll probably end up acquiring another running back sometime in the next couple of years. So – yeah, he has the pieces to where if he even wants to sit a year behind Matt Ryan, he'll come in and make an impact. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so, I think it's a I, w- I wouldn't pretty, go to this. I think it's a pretty situation. good Yeah, that's a good pick yeah. right there, I think, if, if they were. But it's, just, it's crazy how one year can just change the perception of how good they think uh, – how good a player is. You know what I'm saying? They had mm-hmm. Dylan Moses, uh, Alabama star linebacker, he missed a whole year due to a blown ACL last year. 
They they still had him projected in the first round. He played a full year this year off an injury. Now his draft stock is lowered a little bit. It's crazy how one yeah, year can is. change all of that. So yeah. and with Fields, like I said, his first full year starting, he was great, phenomenal. I mean, it was one A, one B, Lawrence and Fields. And then this year, COVID, I really think messed him up. I mean, and I'm Alabama. We just got done beating the tar out of Ohio State. Thank the Lord. Uh, I was happy for that one, but. To give Fields the benefit of the doubt here, one, the Big Ten tells them they're not going to play, and then they just throw them in there after everybody else says we're going to play. Two, I don't think he played back-to-back games in two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was every other week with Ohio State because of COVID cases and whatever else. So Mm. it's hard to get on a roll and stay consistent with it like that. But he did what he could, went undefeated, had a great game against Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. And then ultimately got beat by a really overpowered Alabama team. So – I can't say I, I I don't I don't know how that knocks him to where, to where you can say what has Zach Wilson done that is better than Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. or uh, better than Justin Fields, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is crazy how much changes in a year. Uh, any other any other cool tidbits you've kind of seen? I saw obviously we know that the Deshaun Watson trade is going to impact this one a lot. So you know we could see the Jets trading their pick or. You know, there's a lot of moving parts here. We're going to be able to, you know, be watching here in the coming months, right? So, um, yeah, we'll have to definitely do something come. I know we did a mock draft last year. We're going to have to see if we can maybe somehow get a big mock draft together this this year on the show or something like that. That would be fun. Let me ask y'all this. This is from the out. Y'all are the outside looking in. Y'all aren't Bama guys, and y'all definitely aren't LSU guys. Yeah, go ahead. Who are you – who are you taking, Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper, or Jamal Chase? After this year, I'd have to go Smith. See, I'm I'm going back to – I'm not going to be a prisoner at the moment. I, I love Devontae Smith. I think he's going to be a really good player. I still – I think Jamal Chase is the best receiver. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the only thing that worries me about Devontae is how small he is. And just at the NFL level, I could just uh, I could see him getting hey, banged up at, at some point and struggling with injuries. Devontae's the same size as Calvin Ridley. Put that in perspective. Okay. They're leading the same true. height and same weight. Okay. I I think it's close. Don't get me wrong now. Yeah, yeah. Like it ain't it shouldn't be a landslide or anything like that. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's pain, not. And I have a I think I've said this on the show. I just have such a bone to pick with that LSU team with Joe Burrow and all them boys. I have such a bone to pick. <laughs> because it's and don't get me wrong, the players, they did great. Justin Jefferson, he's obviously balling out in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was a first-rounder. Joe Burrow, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, he was in the rookie-year conversation. But I think nobody wants to credit Joe Brady, their offensive coordinator, that really put them in that situation to succeed. Because the year before, and I made this case with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase was non-existent. I think he had 300 yards, maybe 20-something catches. And then you get the best offensive coordinator in the country at that time, and all they go crazy. But the thing with Jamar Chase is he had one year to get uh, 1,800, 1,700 yards, 20 touchdowns, which is great. But Smitty, this dude had four years, one playing and probably the best wide receiver room we've ever seen in college. So he had to share touches on top of having a running back that in Najee Harris that is just a stud. On top of having three quarterback changes, I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't really. I mean, if you look back and think, he had Jalen Hurts, Tua, and then Matt Jones, and then on top of that, three different offensive coordinators, and it, it didn't matter. Smitty came out and balled all four years. 
yeah, won did. him a national championship. I, it's just hard to take away all of that because of Jamar Chase's one good year. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is a conundrum. We'll have to see what the – so I guess they're, they're going to be basing a lot of stuff off of pro days since you guys said they're not doing combine, right? Is that yeah. how you're doing it yeah. this year? I, I hated that the combine did get to happen. Yeah, it, was, the combine, it was an amazing was thing to go to last year, and uh, I hate. I wish I could go back this year, but obviously that's not going to happen. But. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say a hot take I have is I don't know if this will happen, but I could see – after last year's draft, kind of the way it went, I could see Jalen Waddle being taken over Devontae. I could see Devontae Smith being the third receiver coming off the board. Because remember, Henry Ruggs that was could the very well happen. Off they, last year. They value speed a lot. Everybody thought it was Jerry yeah. Judy or C.D. Lamb. And Henry Ruggs with that speed. And the crazy thing yeah. is, Waddle, I think, I think is faster than Ruggs. It could be. So nah, I, I can't go that far. Waddle, I it's mean, close. I, me, me just studying these guys, I mean, Rugs, Rugs came in, they were thinking he was going to break John Ross's record. I mean, he's always been a track guy. Waddle, the top end speed, I think he can run an easy low 4-3, 4-3-2, that kind, of, that kind of range. But he's more quick, twitchy, and also he's 5-10. So his change of direction is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But I, honestly, talent for talent, pound for pound, I mean, you got, you're on to something. I mean, before the season, I was taking Waddle over Smith. I thought – and even then, uh, before Waddle got hurt, he had more targets, more catches, more receptions, and more yards than Smith. Yeah. So, I mean, Waddle was down for a break a breakout year. The only not really on his game is he's 5'10", but he still makes contested catches. It don't matter. I mean, they'll they'll take you. They'll obviously, take a special teams guy. So, I, you you might be honest. On Waddle, I think he's easily – he could be taking he first could, or second receiver taking him. He's good, yeah. man. It'll be I definitely think it would have happened if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. Uh, if he didn't get hurt, I mean, honestly, we could swap roles. Waddle could have won the Heisman, especially what uh, yeah, he can do on yeah. the uh, kickoff and punt return game. True, true. Yeah, all three guys we mentioned, Chase, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddle, I think those will be it, – It's it'd be tough to say they aren't going to be the top three, you know, at their position yeah. taken. But... I think there's a, there's a decent drop-off after that. Like, yeah. there's still some talented receivers, but I do think yeah. there's a bit of a drop-off. It's just a matter of who goes first, really. So, yeah. But, yeah, well, guys – it has been a blast. Jackson, thank you so much for joining. Kobe, thank you so much for joining sure. us. Oh, this was awesome. Guys, uh, we're going to be – so at, we made our Super Bowl predictions today. We are doing a free DraftKings pick them. Um, we'll be posting that out again on Twitter. Uh, that's at the TNT Podcast. You guys, will, it's a free to enter. Um, you know, goes for bragging rights. One day we might get into some money or something, but this time <laughs> it's just for bragging rights. Um, but, yeah, just put your yeah. team together. Um, obviously within the salary boundaries and, you know, we'll see who, who can do the best. Um, I already got mine. I feel pretty good about it. Can't release that information for you guys, but I feel pretty decent. Confidential. Uh-huh. Like mine. Yes. Yes. But, uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening in today. We appreciate all the support. Make sure, like I said, go follow us on Twitter at the TNT podcast over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. And you can listen to us anywhere that you can listen to podcasts. So uh, thank you so much for the support. Uh, And guys, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.